We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The purpose of life is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Siri Panindra, and today's theme is the gift of purpose. And I'm Jack Palakos. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. We have launched our Operation Hurricane Disaster Relief Fund after a successful wildfire operation earlier this year and desperately need donations to help ship much-appreciated books to victims. Please donate today at www.bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. Additionally, our brand new book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, is now available at www.cynthiabryan.com slash online dash door, where you can also find the other two anthologies we published. Today, we are super excited to open our show reading one of the chapters of our new book, The Gift of Radio Broadcasting by Hannah Hundle. Hannah Hundle is a junior at Harvard College, studying human developmental and regenerative biology with a minor in ethnicity, migration, and rights. Hannah has served as the lead host on Express Yourself Teen Radio and is a proud member of WHRB, Harvard's student-run radio organization that broadcasts live on WHRB 95.3 FM and streams on whrb.org. Let's get started. The Gift of Radio Broadcasting by Hannah Hundle. I love stories. Growing up, I would climb into my grandfather's lap as he recounted his life in India, the journey to America with $8 in his pocket, and his early years laboring on the California almond farms. Never having visited India, I would pester my mother to tell me once more about the monkey that pounced unexpectedly to snatch her food. I would sit enraptured as Dad shared his historical legends of empires and conquest. Stories add vibrancy to life. Once upon a time has captured the attention of young and old for centuries. Within stories, we find the universality of the human experience, abiding themes of love and triumph and hope. Stories provide lessons, 
exemplars of good behavior and examples of bad. By allowing us to understand others, stories help us to understand ourselves. When I first sought to become involved in radio, I wanted to hear stories and to share them. I reached out to Express Yourself Teen Radio, the top program on the Voice America Kids Network. As an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, the show provides youth with a platform to have their voices heard. Education and entertainment commingle as artists, authors, thought leaders, and experts join teens for powerful discussions. While I was delighted about the prospect of mingling with folks of all stripes, I was initially uncertain how I would carry out extended conversations when they seemed so different from me. After all, part of good radio is establishing an on-air report, an almost palpable chemistry that listeners feel through their radio receivers. How can an interviewer and interviewee find that groove if they see through different lenses and come from different vantage points? Several radio experiences have helped clarify for me the meaning of interpersonal connection. I've learned that it need not necessarily be about total agreement. Rather, connection starts with listening, being willing to open our minds to new ideas, and understanding. I found that it is a remarkable connective tissue that binds all of humanity together. I walk in the truth that this tissue... This tissue is enriched by hearing others' stories while telling our own. In April of 2014, I had the honor of interviewing the now late Anita Score, a courageous author, speaker, and Holocaust survivor. She shared how she educated school children about the importance of unity and love. For the entirety of our conversation, I was stunned by her grace and extraordinary life. Initially, it might have seemed it might have seemed unimaginable that I could draw parallels between our very different lives, but her words changed everything. Step in. Don't stay silent. Speak out. Be a hero. Ever since that program, I have aspired to follow her model, her call to action, to be an upstander for light, goodness, and truth, rings through my ears every day. That same year, I had the pleasure of being interviewed on the Eat Sleep Right podcast by host Adam Skull. As I poured out my story about my love affair with the written word, Adam asked me why I had different written several articles but had never authored a book. I expressed that the latter option delighted me, but breaking into the publishing industry at my age would be a tall order. In response, Adam asked if I knew the difference between a writer and an author. Not having philosophized that distinction much, I listened intently as he shared a quote with me that I never forgot. An author is a writer who didn't give up. I internalized those words, and today, as I hold a copy of my first published book, I can't help but see once more how lessons from my diverse radio conversations have come full circle to fulfill my life. Welcome back to Express Yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. For many familiar with the top-rated weekly program, that line is simply the beginning of another episode. For me... Those words signal entry into a new arena where I remember the power in listening to other stories and the value in sharing my own. Whether I'm speaking with a Disney child actor or a microbiology researcher, I've learned that the world is smaller than we might think and that we're on closer planes of understanding with most people than we may realize. Radio has given me the courage to connect and I am eternally changed and grateful. Exercise. Personal broadcasting. Life is full of opportunities for beautiful, enriching conversations that help you connect with other human beings. 
Each morning, take a few moments to remind yourself that you will approach the day with an open heart and mind to receiving your neighbor, your classmate, and the person who smiles at you in the line at the grocery store. Each evening, jot down notes about a particular conversation that day and why it was so meaningful to you. Did the individual's words inspire you or cause you to reflect in some way? Are you better for having shared that conversation? Whenever you need to remind yourself about your blessings in this life, reread the entries in your conversation journal and allow yourself to smile. Wow, that was such a good segment. I really like how it kind of talks about the importance of listening to radios and um, that, like the message that a radio outlet has the power to spread over such a large community of people because hosting the Be The Star You Are radio show so often, I kind of am always on the side of projecting the message and I never really took a step back to understand the perspective perspective of the listeners who are interpreting what we're saying as their own interpretations and own opinions. And I think that that that's just like a really cool aspect of this chapter for me. I definitely agree with that. I remember when I first signed up for this radio show and um, I was a little shy at first, but I improved my speaking skills. And also, it's a really good way to express yourself because I like reaching out to people and talking is really, you know, it helps connect different people from different backgrounds. And um, my AP language teacher, she was saying that we need true conversations in this world and with technology and phones and social media, we don't really talk face to face. And, you know, we need to have genuine conversations more. Yeah. And even though it's it's kind of hard to have face to face conversations sometimes because, you know, it, it would be pretty challenging to have a face to face conversation with thousands of people all at the same time, because usually you don't have that sort of opportunity. But I think that radio and broadcasting is a perfect way of spreading a message through your own voice rather than people reading it. Because I definitely have realized that if you're reading a passage versus hearing the author read it, even though you're obtaining the same exact information, it you get a completely different feel for it when it's actually read out loud to you because you understand what the author wants to emphasize and really make clear connections to and important points. So I think that listening to radio shows a really great way to project emotion rather than pure interpretation of the reader of something. Definitely. And radio allows us to reach out to different people. And I've had the opportunity to talk to so many different guests on the show. And I was able to reach out to millions of people who are watching this. And that just makes me super happy that I have a purpose with my life. Yeah, that. Because like, uh, like the quote said at the very beginning of the segment, how the purpose of life is to be useful and be honor, honorable and compassionate and to basically have your life make a difference is the purpose of it. I think that doing even really small things like just taking an hour to host a radio show like this can just have such a huge impact and make such a big difference on so many people's lives because this isn't just us talking this is being presented to people from all across the world so everyone is you know anyone who listens to this and hears this conversation can realize that yeah the purpose of your life is to be useful 
and honorable, and that can have an impact on people's lives from all over the world, which is just honestly such a good opportunity to be able to have to just help people live better and more fulfilling lives overall. And radio has given me a lot of knowledge on a variety of topics and talking to you and talking to a lot of guests. I feel I learned so much insight about everything in life that's important. And radio is just like another resource for me to make my life much better. And I feel radio is just, it just means so much to me. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that it's kind of, uh, this just kind of occurred to me and I wanted to mention it is that if you are reading um, like a book or you're reading the exact transcript of whatever conversation was going on in a radio, if there's, I, I realized that you cannot write laughing. Like if people are laughing, there's no way to put the sound and the frequency of how someone laughs and the way they sound when they laugh. And you, you know, cause you can tell when, even if it's just audio, when someone's laughing, you can almost hear the smile and the happiness in their tone just through the laughter and reading, uh, just like simply reading or just interpreting a message from a magazine on the internet just doesn't have the same effect as that. So I think that that's a good place to end this segment on. And I really enjoyed reading Hannah Hundle's chapter on the gift of radio broadcasting. And I think that can, this can really relate to a lot of things that she shared, whether it's people who are actually on our side of the, of like a radio show, you know, presenting it, or if you're just someone who's listening to any radio show at all in the world, you can still have an impact on other people and it can still have a positive impact on you. So I really like how she expressed that in her chapter and we were able to spread her message through a platform on the internet. I just think that's really awesome. So listeners, please be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. And we have a lot of fun events coming up, so check out www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Siri Panindra. Watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Purchase our brand new anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers. Celebrating gifts of positive voices at CynthiaBryan.com slash online dash store. Make sure to keep listening as we continue the show with our guest on the gift of purpose. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. 
Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. You're listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio on the Voice America Kids Network, which is by, for, and with creative young people. My name is Siri Panindra, and today's theme is the gift of purpose. And my name is Jack Palacos. For this segment, we're really happy to be continuing the gift of purpose with our guest, Elise Cortez. Elise has been working focused on helping companies, leaders, and individuals across the globe for the last 20 years. Her work helps people to more meaningfully and purposefully connect with their work to achieve greater fulfillment, more impactful results, and harmonic work-life integration. She also works with students and teens to help them discover and aim their strengths and empower their academic relationship and work pursuits. Dr. Elise Cortez is a speaker, consultant, published author, radio show and podcast host, and purpose and engagement catalyst based in Dallas, Texas. Welcome, Elise. Thank you, Jack and Siri. It's really great to be here with you. Yeah, thank you so much for showing up on the show today. Um, So, you know, I just want to jump right into this and ask you about some of the work that you've been doing lately. So what is the promise that you see in the young Z generation today, like the people like us? Mm, There's so much promise. You're teaching us so much. Like, really, what we older generations have been so willing to put up with that you seem not to be willing to put up with. So as an example, what I mean by that, Jack, is that you just seem to be better, in my view, at being able to weed through the chaos and sort of, if I can say, the garbage that can sometimes come with life and 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 search for that, that golden coin, if you will, that, that is meaningful, that has a purpose element to it, and that you don't want to just kind of hang your hat on, you know, any old job, any old activity. It has to have some substance to it, and it has to do something for the betterment of, of the world, and I'm hanging my hat on that. I think it's wor- it's a worthwhile initiative and a worthwhile movement that you're helping to really spread. Definitely. And I was always told that we should have a purpose to our life and we should, you know, work and contribute to the world. So, um, Elise, how do you think we should contribute to the world as teenagers? Well, first, thank you, Siri. What a great question. What a thoughtful question. First, I really think it's important that everybody, every human being, and I don't care if you're 99 or if you're years old or nine months, you're, you know, if you can if you can start to speak, getting clear, actually nine months you can't, I don't think it's got to be closer to 19 months, but <laughs> um, <laughs> getting, getting clear really about what is it that matters to you? What do you find compelling and fascinating about the world and why is that important to you? So that's your passion piece, right? And knowing that for yourself, because when you step into that space, then you can be in inspired and when you're inspired then you start heading more closely towards your own purpose people find you irresistible and you're a great model for others to follow after like what is she doing what is she after what is she up to in life i want to do what she's doing so first things first is really getting clear about what is it that you that really turns you on in life and and gaining that clarity and going after that first wow that's really good advice and i i was kind of curious so you know you're talking about like the Gen Z and how teenagers can prepare themselves better for, you know, we can prepare ourselves and contribute more to the world by really finding out what 
you know, like what we want to do in life that just makes us happy as people. And as a high schooler who's, you know, I'm eventually going to finish high school, do you have any advice on how we can prepare ourselves for academic success after we finish high school so that we ultimately can make positive contributions to the world? I'm going to step back for just a second on that question, Jack, if I can. So let me first tell you that I do have a Gen Z right here in my house. She's 15 and a half, and she's actually um, preparing dinner right now in the other room. So let me step back and share something with you really quick in the story-like fashion. So when she was a young human being, um, her dad and I were talking about her, and he said she can be anything she wants in life as long as she's an investment banker or an accountant. And I said, "Mm, have you met her? I really don't think that's going to work out for her. How about instead we really step back and we observe her. We watch who she is and what she pours herself into, what really lights her up. And then we find ways to support that in the world and help her make that work in the world. And he agreed to that. So we discovered that she really, really enjoyed cooking. And she did it just completely and fully and to the point where she would get up first thing in the morning when we went on vacation at like 5.30, find a TV, find a cooking show, take what she took what she learned from that show and make breakfast from what she learned and serve it to us. And the reason that's important, Jack, is that it gets to intrinsic motivation. So the way I think you can really channel and fuel your success in the future and whatever you do academically and certainly professionally is to really gravitate to those things that really call forth the things that motivate you naturally, that intrinsic motivation, because you will be far more successful if you aim yourself in that space. Wow. I I really admire how your daughter is so, you know, passionate about cooking and I'm yet to find something that I'm interested in, maybe business or maybe engineering. I'm still trying to find out what I really um, enjoy and I'll be starting my college applications next year as a senior and How can we go about considering a major in college? Oh, Siri, what a great question. Come with me, please. Um, I'd love to be in your camp with you. But what I would absolutely say is as much exposure you can get to different kinds of work and what people are doing to see what are they doing during the day? What are those activities? Would you find those interesting? I don't know how we can possibly go out there and start looking for college Uh, either what we're going to major in or what we're going to study even until we've had some exposure to the outside world. So, you know, to the extent that you're able to, to reach out to your parents and their, or their friends and say, Hey, what do you do in work? And what's that like? And can I come see you in your workplace and do an informational interview or something like that? I think that that is really important. A lot of schools will bring the career days to you and bring professionals or of various shapes and sizes to let you hear about their work. And I think that's invaluable. So that would be, I think, a really important component of, of your of your work ahead of you, Siri. Okay, yeah, that advice makes pretty good sense to me. And I was thinking that, so you're saying that basically we should try to work with a p- other people kind of as a sort of apprentice or assistant in a way so that we gain experience and see what motivates us and what we're really interested in and that makes me wonder, do you think that, that despite teenagers' super packed, uh, chaotic schedules that we have nowadays, do you think that it's valuable to still volunteer for work or, you know, not something that won't necessarily grant you experience in the sense that someone's going to be guiding you through something, but 
volunteering in this, you know, maybe at like a food bank or just something simple. Do you think that's still valuable? I do, Jack. And let me also back up and say that back to what I was saying earlier, I wouldn't necessarily say you have to go an apprentice for an organization to, to gain that exposure. You could even just do an informational interview or go see the, the, the facility or the site that you might be working at. It's just a, a way to gain access to that, that space. Now, the volunteering area, I, I do think there's merit in volunteering. For one, one thing you, I think it's really important for us to all understand is that work is a, is a socialization extension of our lives. And so the more people you have in your network, the way more interesting it's going to be and the more successful you're going to be. Volunteering is a great way to be able to start to develop those relationships that would probably yield something for you in the future. Not that you're going after the volunteer experience for that aim, but it will come as a side product. Um, and so, yes, I still think volunteering is important, very important, and it does help you develop skills and put you in situations that maybe you wouldn't otherwise encounter to see what you're made of and what you can do, what you don't like to do. Absolutely, yes, please volunteer. Uh, definitely. And I, I've been volunteering at many locations, and just recently I volunteered at a terminally ill um, children's hospital, and it just made me happy seeing them and bonding with them. And definitely, I feel volunteering will also make us a better person and shape us for the future. And that brings me to my next question. Do you think we should intern or gain exposure to the actual, you know, the workforce? Do you think we should go to a company and say, can we volunteer with you? Absolutely, Siri, yes. And the more, again, the more of those, those connections that you make in the community through your volunteering, through your parents, through your parents' friends, through your own friends, the more you'll have access to those opportunities and the more likely they'll be willing to say, yes, please come check us out. We've got an event. It'll be great for you to see that. You can come see how we go and whatever, do this project. Absolutely a great way to get more exposure to that kind of work. And again, more, more connections, more relationships. Yeah. And I also just realized, um, which is kind of funny, that we're gaining uh, everything that you're talking about with, uh, you know, like the experience and recommendations. We're gaining all of that just by volunteering with Be The Star You Are as on, on the radio show. So for me, I think that's a really good connection to make that um, volunteering for my personal life has already had a positive impact on it and has introduced me to so many new types of uh, just like new ideas and new topics and new cultures and just so many new recommendations overall in general. And I, I definitely do agree that volunteering can lead you to finding something you're passionate about and something that you could ultimately see as a career. But what I want to know now is if you don't plan on going to college, which I know some people just flat out before they even graduate high school, they just already decide that college isn't something that they want to do. What do you think options for them should be to prepare for and enter the workforce? That's a great question, Jack. And first, let me also say it's brilliant that the two of you are volunteering like this. What incredible exposure that you're getting and skills that you're developing. It's just brilliant. And then for those people who don't want to go to college, and not everybody should go to college, I don't think. Not everybody needs to go to college, should go to college, will do well in college. There is a whole slew of vocational tracks people can take to go into trades. Um, there's, an, you know, in terms of, I'm here in Texas, the, the building community down here as we grow is, is gangbusters. So people that work in construction and all those sorts of related areas are in high demand. 
Um, and then I also am a really big fan, Jack and Siri, of really teaching anybody to be good in business because really the fact of the matter is we're going to be in business for ourselves most of our life. And that means as we navigate our, our, our jobs one after the other, as in my case, I continue to build my business. So I would have them t- learning about how to, how to be in business for themselves. Okay. Oh, that's fascinating. I think that's, um, I, I definitely like that piece of advice because I know that since there's such a broad audience for this show that there's definitely some kids listening now that don't plan on going to college. And I hope that this advice is really taken into consideration by anyone who is planning on maybe going more of a businessy route and understanding how that, how they can improve business for themselves without having a college degree. And I definitely, I think that that's just such a valuable message to be able to spread. But unfortunately, we're out of time in this segment, but we'll be more than happy to invite you back, Elise, in the next part of our show. So until then, audience, you can find Elise at www.elisecortez.com. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Siri Panindra. Make sure to also check out our show at bethestarur.org and go to our events tab to see the fun events we have coming up. Make sure to stick around for more Express Yourself Radio. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at be the star you are radio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting show. This is Express Yourself Teen Radio, continuing our interesting show on purpose. My name is Siri Panindra. And I'm Jack Palacos. In our next segment, we're thrilled to be able to continue our conversation with Elise Cortez. Cortez. Dr. Elise Cortez is a speaker, consultant, published author, radio show and podcast host, and purpose and engagement catalyst based in Dallas, Texas. Welcome back, Elise. Thank you, Jack and Siri. Great to be with you. Yeah, of course. I'm having a lot of fun interviewing you so far. And I remember that in the last segment, we were talking about how it's important to get experience with whether it's volunteering or getting a summer job. It's just important to have experience so that you know what interests you and what doesn't interest you. But if you're a kid and you're part of Gen Z, when you're 
you know, getting this experience, you're probably not doing this alone, obviously, because it's, we, you know, we don't have the, uh, we, we're not starting our own volunteer services and organizations. So do you have any tips on how teenagers can integrate and work well with other generations, uh, you know, like that we can function well with teenagers as well as people that are part of earlier generations than us? Oh, yeah. So one of the things that I love doing within organizations, Jack and Siri, is there's this thing called reverse mentoring. And what that entails, smart organizations anyway, are doing this wherein they will start to look and segment the, the generations within their workforce and notice that the younger people like you, Generation Z, um, they actually have the ability to really teach us older generation people how to use uh, technology in a fruitful fashion. And that older generation has the ability to teach you younger people coming in about the importance of relationship cultivation, um, mentoring, politics, the history of the organization. So there's like this cross-pollination of, of information that can occur when well orchestrated inside an organization. And you can start to do that as young people to make an offer. Say, you know, as you're coming into groups, say, I ha- I think it would be interesting if we were able to segment the group here and 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 exchange information from what we each know respectively as a generation. And if you were to spearhead that, I think it would be phenomenal. Wow, that's amazing. And since we're bringing up the topic of mentoring, um, I'm part of the Engineering Academy at my school, and we have this thing called the Engineering Mentor Program, where some workers from the workforce, they get to talk to you individually once a month. And I got so much experience from them and so much advice and I feel you know youth and old people they both you know exchange really precious advice and I can say from the older generation I learned so much from them and it's definitely good that we're communicating and I want to um, bring up that in one of your bios you express that you love to travel and you see it as a big part of your ongoing education How do you think travel can help people our age as teenagers? Oh, what's so great about that, Siri, is travel opens up your mind. I like to think of travel and certainly speaking other languages as a way of adding an operation system to your brain. So we have one operation system when we speak English. We have another one, in my case, when I speak Spanish or when I speak Portuguese or a little bit of French or Italian. Uh, travel gives, takes us out of what we know, if you will, our, our usual space and requires us to adapt and to, and, and best, better yet even, appreciate what's different about what we encounter. And that is, that's again something that, that expands our minds, expands our ability to be creative, to contribute to other cultures, to connect with other cultures in a meaningful way. And it's, I think, it's an essential part of being a, 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 a citizen of today's planet. Yeah, that is definitely an important part of um like traveling overall i think because you get to see all these different cultures and everything that's going on outside of your community or your state or even your country because life is just really different outside of what you're used to so i think it's important to be able to see just this whole entire new perspective on everything in life and i remember that we were just talking about how the most important part of work is obviously liking what you're doing, because even if you're getting paid a lot, like really what's the point in working for 40 plus years, eight hours a day, if you don't like what you're doing and you don't even want to be there in the first place. So 
I want to ask you, what's your favorite part of your work in general? Oh, what a great question. How long do we have? <laughs> so my my favorite part, Jack and Siri, is is really getting to see people get really excited about the possibilities for their own life and their own career and work uh, and really transform in front of my eyes. And I'll just share with you briefly, I was out speaking to a group of 75 women in College Station, Texas last Friday, and I spoke about how to cultivate meaning, passion, inspiration, and purpose in your life and in your leadership. And that was the whole address. And I started it with, what will you do with your one precious life? And I had these women really think about what does your life mean? And you don't know if you get one month or 100 years, you know, we don't know what you get. And so I, there were several women in there that really, really got moved to the possibility that they had been walking through life dead and that they, they didn't want to do that anymore. They, were, they, they suddenly saw the possibility for themselves that they could live a life of passion, meaning, and purpose. And they got so turned on and excited and inspired by that possibility that they, that they wept. That is my idea of a really good day at work. Wow, I really admire you talking to, you know, women and inspiring them to actually enjoy life. And I just wanted to share an experience with you. Um, Just the other weekend, I went to this yoga course and this famous um, person, he was saying that we do not know how long we're going to live. And it made me genuinely feel that, you know, we have to enjoy our life because we never never know when it's going to end. And we just, you know, we should appreciate every day and all of the experiences we get. And um, I also wanted to bring up that I really admire you as a professional radio reporter, and I aspire to become just like you and your, you know, ways of talking. It's very interesting. And I just want to ask, do you have any, um, do you have any advice for us young reporters? I think you're already on the right track, Jack and Siri. What you're doing is phenomenal. I'm so impressed. I can hardly stand it. It's just great to see Thank what you. you're doing. You're welcome. It's wonderful. It's so great to be on the other side of the mic with people who are really well situated in, in your practice already. So I think you're on the right track. I mean, I, again, sort of like a broken record, would just encourage you to stay true to what is it that you really want to know about? Bring that to the airwaves. And share that because that's what's going to come across when you're excited about what you're learning and hearing from your guests. That will be very evident to your listeners and be useful to your listeners. And so in my case, my show has evolved over the three and a half years that I've been doing it because it, I've evolved. And frankly, it's in part because of the, the guests that I have on each week teach me something very valuable that becomes part of me. So I would just encourage you to really stay true to what your interests are and what it is that you're trying to do for your listeners and let that guide you. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that along with passion, I think practice is another really important aspect of getting better and achieving an ultimate goal because I, I think those kind of go hand in hand as well because if you have a lot of passion for something, then you're more inclined to do it. And even if this is for intrinsic in for like intrinsic motivational reasons, you're still practicing whatever it is that you're working on. So obviously you're going to get better and better at it. And eventually you'll reach whatever goal you've set for yourself. And then you can set an even higher goal to strive for. So <clears throat> I was thinking that, so you were talking about how you gave an inspirational speech recently that actually caused some people to weep. And I think that that's just so impressive to actually be able to just arrange words in such a way that 
it evokes enough emotion to cause people to physically cry. I think that that's amazing. And I would want to hear more about your speeches. So, um, do you, I was just going to ask you personally, um, if I wanted to figure out more and hear more about these types of speeches, is there any specific site or any sort of platform that I should listen or read about you talking on? Yes, and first let me also address what you said about practice. Completely agree with you on that, Jack. Practice is so, so important. In fact, Malcolm Gladwell and others would tell you it takes about 10,000 hours to get really good at something, so I really want to just reinforce your message. That's brilliant on your part. You can't just be passionate about it. you got to do something about it to develop it, develop the talent. So in terms of my speaking, really the probably the easiest way to, to find me speaking is just going to my website, Elise. Cortez.com. And on the very first page, I think it's the home page or the about page, um, there's a video link that has me speaking out on YouTube about meaning, passion, and purpose. That's probably the easiest way to get a, get a glimpse of how I speak and what I'm up to. Wow, I will definitely check that out. And after hearing you talk about your inspirational speech to these women, can you give us advice as teenagers on how we should start spreading the idea that we should also live with a purpose? Yes. Yeah, so well, I think spreading the idea. So first and again, back in your own backyard, really, it's, there's so much wonder and awe in the world, right? If you're only present to it, if you'll only look and notice it and let it become part of you. So first starting with you and, and being willing and to embrace the wonder and awe that we live in, because that's what's going to stoke your own passion, your own inspiration, and get you really thinking and, and standing in that, that place where purpose can start to become more and more present and available to you. And then secondly, just being able to share that with other people, talking about asking them, so what is it that, that inspires you? What, what is it that you're passionate about? When I ask adults that question, Jack and Siri, sometimes you know what they say back to me? I don't know. I don't know what I'm passionate about. I think that is a hopeless waste of a precious life not to know what you're passionate about. So if you can model that sort of thing for others so that they see that this is a good way to live and it's a, that, that inspires them too along the way, I think you're going down the right track. Okay, that makes me feel pretty good, honestly, because I know that so, like one thing that I'm really passionate about is music and I actually play the harmonica and I have been for eight years. So that's a really big part of my life that I know I really love and I have a passion for it and I practice it every single day. So I'm just, you know, I hearing you say that some adults don't even know what their passion is by the time that they're like in their 20s, 30s, or even 40s. I think that that's just not a place where I would want to be in life is getting that far and not even really knowing at least one thing that I really, really like in life. So <clears throat> I'm just glad that um, you know, I have a passion and I think that your advice was really good too for any listeners is that finding a passion doesn't, you know, it's not impossible. It just takes a matter of putting yourself out there and trying out new things until one thing suddenly clicks with you and then you try it and you want to try it more and more. And then all of a sudden you have a passion that can develop and evolve into just like a greater passion over time. And I think that that is just a really good note to end off on and that people should really just have that stick in their mind that everyone can have a passion. It just is a matter of discovering that passion. Um, so, <laughs> Elise, um, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show to 
you know, today to share some of your great insights into the music industry and your experience with it. And I just like to ask, uh, or do you have any final words that you want to say to the audience about passion or finding a passion or work or Gen Z or just anything in your work that you really want to stick with everyone? Sure, Jack. Thanks. I think first I'll just say that as Gen Z, it's wonderful that you've got those eight years with the harmonica and you and it's your passion. For you, I'd say first and foremost as a Gen Z generation, just continue to let yourself live and put yourself into your passions. Those things will give you energy and courage that you need for the rest of your life. And stay present to them because what happens as you get into your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s is you get further and further distant from that passion and pretty soon you become one of those walking dead people I was talking about, and you don't want to do that. And so the one way to do that is to really live in your passions. Let yourself, look for yourself to be inspired. That's Think of it like brushing your teeth and taking your vitamin. Take your inspiration and passion vitamin every day and live your life that way, and you'll be on the right track. Wow, that's definitely some amazing advice to kind of end off on and just let sit with me and the rest of the audience that's listening. I'm definitely... I think that's a really interesting way that you put it as kind of comparing finding and pursuing a passion as something as simple as brushing your teeth, which you do every day, but you don't question it or complain about it or put it off. You just do it because you've done it for so long. And I think that that's kind of what can happen with a passion is if you practice something or you make you fit something into your routine, like maybe yoga or meditation or something, just you fit it into your routine and all of a sudden it just becomes a habit that you do every single day and you get better and better at it. And that's, yeah. And then overall you just develop this really good passion. So audience, if you enjoyed listening to this amazing advice given by Elise Cortez, you can find more information and more of her discussions at her website or Twitter, which is at Elise Cortez and her Facebook, which is www.facebook.com slash Elise Cortez and Associates slash and you can find and her LinkedIn is www.linkedin.com slash in slash Elise Cortez slash I'm Jack Palacos and I'm Siri Paninja and again Elise thank you so much for your advice you have given me so much meaningful clarity on the short time and I definitely enjoyed this discussion and make sure to also visit www.bethestarur.org and expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our very special purpose-themed show. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our insightful show. My name is Jack Palacos, and now we're going to be continuing our show with ideas on how to make more time for your purpose by being more productive. And I'm Siri Paninja. For this segment, we are thrilled to be hearing from my co-host for today, our awesome Jack Pavlakos, with this segment on Trends Without Ends. Jack is a high school student in the San Francisco area. He won the Society for the Advancement of the Harmonica for his talent, playing blues harmonica. He has taken this gift of music and is now helping those struggling with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease increase their breathing and lung strength through the use of harmonica. How inspirational. Hi, Jack. Hello. My name's Jack Palakos, and I'm really excited to be back on my segment, Trends Without Ends. Today, I'm going to be talking about once we find our purpose and what trends can help us be more productive at achieving it. We all want to find our purpose in life and identify what we can give to the world and how we want to find meaning in our lives. And often, the, day, the day-to-day responsibilities get in the way, and we can become <clears throat> more productive in our daily lives, but can we achieve that without adding stress? And more importantly, can we actually be more productive and, and make our lives easier? The answer is simple. It's absolutely. So let's start with the two-minute rule. Maybe you heard of it, and maybe you haven't. And if you haven't, the, uh, the rule is that any task that will take two minutes or less, you do right away. If you put off a task that takes less than two minutes, you'll actually spend more time on it at a later date. So that's an easy one. And it's right there with, if it's in your hand, put it away. How many times do we have something in our hand, and instead of putting it away, we just put it down? And then over time, we end up creating an entire new task that takes a lot longer to sort through versus, you know, if you just put, uh, if a little kid put all this toy, like one toy back in the box every time he took it out versus over 10 days, he took out a bunch of toys. And then now he has to put all of the toys scattered around back into the box. You know, it's going to take a lot longer to put everything back in rather than just one toy. So those are two really easy ways to incorporate being more productive in your life just easily with every single day without even really thinking about it. And another way we can become more productive is to find out how much time we're using being unproductive. For instance, maybe social media and texting is eating in time when we're supposed to be doing another task. Much time we're using to be unproductive. For instance, <coughs> many social media and texting when it's eating, uh, you know, eating time when you're supposed to be another task is, uh, okay, I, I phrased this weird. Um, I, what I'm saying is that a lot of the times that social media and texting is eating up time as procrastination when you should definitely be doing another task because, you know, if you have this whole big annoying homework assignment in front of you, obviously it's a lot easier to chat with your friends for a little bit or go on some mobile apps or watch YouTube or pretty much do anything other than the annoying task at hand. So that's why it's really important to set up some guidelines for yourself. Mentally, the brain can focus for approximately 90 to 120 minutes. And at this point, your productivity will decline. So scheduling a break at this point will actually reset your productivity. 
So taking a break and getting a little exercise or fresh air, having something to eat is going to increase your productivity for your next 90-minute focus time. And speaking of eating, what you eat does actually affect how productive you are. If you want to peak performance, try berries, green tea, avocados, bananas, nuts, eggs, and brown rice. And those are just some of the ways to increase your productivity. So make sure that next time you have a big task at hand or even a little task such as just simply putting something away, make sure to keep these uh, this advice in consideration and follow these new trends in productivity so that you can overall make your enhance the productivity in your life and live a more purposeful life in general with all this time that you're going to save. Well, Jack, I'll definitely implement more ways to be more productive. And especially since I'm in the year of 11th grade, this really pertains to me. And I'm sure that the audience out there, they definitely agree with being productive since it makes your life much more easier. And thank you so much for appearing with us today, Jack. That was a fantastic information. Audience, make sure to check out our anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world, which this chapter was from at cynthiabryan.com slash online dash store, where you can also find our previous two anthologies. With that, however, it's sadly time to say farewell. We give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world and our listeners for making us a top-rated program. I'm Siri Panindra. And I'm Jack Palakos. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be purposeful, be passionate, be generous, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.